Hi, welcome to the Parent Stuff Podcast. My name is Evan Semenko, and I am the host. I am the online pastor here at The Simple Church, and I am super excited to have non-parent guests today. I have two teenage girls who have started their own podcast called The God's Girls Podcast. Alexa and Evelyn are here, and they are going to be sharing what inspired them to start a podcast as a 7th grader and a ninth grader. They've had almost 2,000 listens, and they've had friends and people come on and talk about what God has done in their life, and they have just really had a good time with this. We got connected to them through a student that was in student ministry, Hannah Grace Birch, who's a phenomenal young woman as well, was on their podcast and did a great episode. And I just really think that you will be impressed by these two girls like I was, and if you were a parent listening and I am a dad of daughters I want daughters that will grow up and learn to do this to be like this maybe not necessarily be podcasters but to be comfortable talking about their faith to be able to try to go and share what God is doing in their life and I just find it really really encouraging and I hope you do too they talk about how to host a podcast what it means if they are offering for if you have teenage girls listen to their podcast connect with them I think they are great great resources that would be able to be a blessing to other teenagers And again, I hope inspires and encourages you as a family to try to do some of the things that their family have done to make them such awesome young women. Check out this episode and we'll come back at the end. Thanks again for listening. All right. Welcome to the Parent Stuff Podcast. I am so excited to have non-parent guests here today. They are very special. I want them to introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about you, what grade you're in, where you go to school. Who wants to start? I'll go. There you go. My name is Alexa Franklin. I'm in ninth grade and I go to Providence Classical Academy. And my name is Evelyn Beckham. I am in seventh grade and I'm being homeschooled this year. There you go. That's right. It's a weird year. That's my five-year-old started kindergarten a pandemic. It's an <laughs> interesting time. It's definitely crazy. But you guys are on here because you do something that is really cool. I've been student ministry for 10 years, known a lot of middle school students. I have never known middle school and high school student now that do their own podcast. So one of you tell us about your podcasts, tell us what it is, and we'll put a link in the show notes so people can find it and subscribe too. Yeah. Okay. Well, our podcast is really just... Hold on. We, it's called... God's Girls Podcast. That's right. Plug it. That's good. Make yeah. sure you know the name. Plug it. God's Girls Podcast. We started this during quarantine because we wanted a way to share God's word with people through ministry that wasn't because we couldn't have contact with people. We just thought the Lord felt, we felt the pull that we were supposed to share his word even through COVID and self-quarantining. And so we were looking at all these ways and her dad found an app that helped us like start it all. And so we started this in, um, on May 31st, I believe. And just because we wanted to be able to spread Jesus to all people around the world and that was the perfect way to do it and the opportunity opened up right at the time that was best in our lives so it was all the lord's hand through it and it was really cool that is so awesome what's the name of the app in case somebody wanted to use it anchor anchor i've heard of anchor there you go we use one called Podbean. is another company that does the same kind of thing so what made you decide a podcast so you found that you wanted to do it how did you know because some people like people talk about it and they say it all the time but you guys have really done it how many episodes have you done um like a bunch, right? 30 plus. 30 plus. 30 yeah, more plus. than this podcast. So what made you decide a podcast? Well, um, so it's a long story. But I'm my, ready. But That's my, what we're here for. But my dad, you know, found Anchor and he started his own podcast. Very cool. What's his called? Um, Across Philosophy. Nice. And it's like, and I was like, okay, I really want to start one. So I asked some of my friends, I was like, hey, and we couldn't ever come up with one idea to do. And I really wanted to do it. So then I came to Alexa and she was like, we should just do this, you know, like, 
And then it's just grown from there. Like, I expected it to be a longer story than that, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's still, I mean, it's one thing to say it and to talk about it. And people say stuff all the time. But y'all have actually done it. You've done 30 plus episodes. I've listened to a couple. Hannah Grace Birch was someone that was in student ministry. Mm-hmm. And she's the one that I saw kind of her feed and reached out to you guys. And I'm really glad y'all came here because we do this parents podcast and we're trying to help parents. And honestly, I have two daughters and I think, man, hearing what y'all are talking about and your love for Jesus already at this age and being able to do it is so inspiring to me. And as a parent, I want to raise kids that what you guys are doing. Again, I'm not saying y'all are perfect. I'm sure you have your own things. Nobody's perfect. But it's just so impressive and so cool that you guys are entrepreneurial enough to start it, to go do it. So what does that kind of come from? You said your dad kind of started a podcast. Was he somebody that kind of inspired you to go do this? Yeah. Okay. So... I mean, every kid wants to be famous. Sure. It's the number one thing that the job in America right now, if you ask people under 18, is YouTuber. <laughs> like, I've come up with ideas like, oh, I can do this and be famous because of it. Or I can do this and become famous because of it. And, like, I just never do that stuff. I can never, like, stick to one idea. But, like, I'm really glad Alexa <laughs> agreed. <'cause laughs> and we keep each other on track and stuff. Just keeping each other doing it and stuff yeah having a good friend keep your camel that's good so how about for you what made you decide to actually do it and stick to it well I had during quarantine felt this pull like since the start of it and so I started a lot of different things I did a bible journaling account on Instagram called Alexis bible journaling where that grew to almost a thousand followers but then I didn't feel that was what God was calling me to do I just didn't Mm. feel it so I was praying and praying I was like I have no idea what but I feel this pull and so then like literally that month, Avalyn comes to me with this idea and I was like, this is it. No this is what I want to do. And yeah. so that's how I knew what I wanted to do with Avalyn. That's awesome. So are your parents, is that something that they instilled in you? Is that something that they listen to podcasts or starting that Bible study plan? Is that something y'all did as a family? Tell me about like something that you and your parents maybe have done together or that they encouraged you to go down this route. Well, my parents always bring up Christianity in like any conversation, any questions that I have. They always talk about how it could relate to my faith and how my belief has a factor in how I live and all of that. So really, it's just day to day. They're constantly encouraging me. And it's not necessarily just one thing. We have done Bible studies together and all of that. But really, before this, I listened to a lot of podcasts. I love Sadie Robertson, so I listened to her. Well, that's a good podcast. I listened to Emma Mae Jenkins' podcast, um, a lot of different ones that were Christian-based. And that's really also what inspired me, not just my parents, but also the fact that I listened to a ton of podcasts before this. Yeah. And it inspired me huge. No, that's great advice. And I think for any parent listening that you help your kids to find something they're interested in that does have that good message that's encouraging, that's positive. Did you listen to podcasts before too? Nope. Nope. I don't listen to them now either. Really? So you're just making one. You're not recording. I mean, you record them, you don't listen. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, that's all right. That's a good combination of both. That's awesome. So looking for you and your parents, you said your dad started one doing that. Did you guys do Mm -hmm. family Bible studies? Did y'all grow up doing something where, how was that discussed in your house? Not really i mean i mean we went to church every sunday and we went wednesdays and stuff like we were a christian family but we never like did that kind of stuff as a family i don't know why (laughs) but they have been a real like encouragement to me while doing this that's awesome so tell me something how do they encourage you does that talking about it do they listen to every episode um they do listen to a lot of the episodes like they'll get behind and then listen to like all the episodes in one night and then, but I can't stand my voice. I don't know how they do that. <laughs> it's hard listening to yourself. I've tried to do it with this one. I get it. <laughs> but like, 
they just, my dad like encouraged me because I wanted to be better than his podcast. <laughs> A little like, competition. Inside, like, I just want to be better than his. Has it been? Have yes. Have you downloaded more? Oh, good. Like he doesn't. Ha- we don't have we have more episodes than him more listens than him more listeners than him like that's funny because he just recorded and that's what i wanted to do at the beginning i wanted to just record the episodes and not try to be serious but then it got serious and now i'm glad that it did yeah because it's brought us a long way oh yeah no i think y'all's content's great again i probably listened to four episodes just trying to get at the last couple ones and then i listened to all of hannah graces and i think it's just a really good conversation and again as a youth pastor i would love to have things like that to recommend to students that <laughs> they could go and hear from people their age that y'all are in the middle of it and doing it and trying to encourage them and i just think that's really really cool it's good so what is the best piece of advice your parents have ever gave you whoever wants to jump in first because as parents we're trying to instill these things in our kids i think about what i tell my daughter and we pray in the morning on the way to school and i hope it's things that one day when she's sitting on a podcast she'll talk about and bring up but what is something that's a piece of advice or encouragement that your parents have given you anybody have one top of head um well my entire life this may sound absolutely ridiculous but I grew up like being super anxious and I've always just had that anxiety inside of me no matter what. And so my parents always told me, even in kindergarten, tears don't help you think because Mm. I would just cry and cry because I would mess something up on a test or I would just feel like I failed something. It was mainly to do with grades because I was a perfectionist, huge in elementary school especially. And so they would always tell me, Alexa, tears don't help you think. And also your grade does not define your worth. God defines your worth. And that really struck me because I had never really put it into that perspective. I always thought my worth was in a grade on a paper, but Mm. it's definitely not. (laughs) And just if I get a B or if I get a C, it's not the end of the world. If I don't get that perfect 100, I don't have to cry. I don't have to do anything like that. And so throughout the past couple of years, that advice has struck me even more. And I've seen myself grow through that faith. And also this podcast has helped me a lot because I feel like talking about the problems also is it helps you get rid of them. It's helped me a lot too. talking about my anxiety on the podcast we have. Um, It has helped me, too. But those are the two best pieces of advice that they've said, because that's just been my struggles that I've had my entire life. No, that's great. And anxiety is such a big thing and a big deal. Thanks for talking about that. Barna Research is something that I follow, and they're a Christian-based research organization. They've been doing a study for about 70 years now, I think, since the 1950s, and they've studied anxiety levels. And the anxiety level of someone your age right now, Generation Z, is the same level as inmates in the asylums when the 1950s. They've tracked it for 70 years, and it's continued to rise in the level of pressure, social media, and all these things that are affecting you guys really is a big deal. And there are a lot of students I've met over the years that are anxious, that are dealing with anxiety. And again, y'all are exposed to more at an early age, right? You know more than any generation before because you have it on your phones, you have the internet, and it makes it very difficult. So it is a big topic and deal. So is there anything else working through your anxiety you said talking about on the podcast? Has there been any other advice that you would give to somebody that is going through anxiety? Something that's helped you maybe? Really just prayer. I've Mm. talked to the Lord so much about this and praying. I also Bible journal to get rid of stress. Like if I just find myself overwhelmed with homework, like this past week, finals week, I would just take a moment, read my Bible for a few minutes. Like even if it was just one chapter, even not even one chapter, I would look up an encouraging verse on the Bible app if I just knew one because at my school, we're constantly memorizing scripture. So I'm able to hide that in my heart and pull it out when I need it. And that kind of stuff has really just 
helped. That's awesome. Explain Bible Journal a little bit more, maybe if there's someone listening that, what does that look like for you? Well, really, if I'm just reading a chapter of the Bible, then I will highlight things that stick out to me or that I feel the Lord pulling me to focus on. And I'll also do some artwork in my Bible. Like I do calligraphy and stuff. Oh, cool. So I do calligraphy in there. I can like, uh, what's the other thing I do? I also put sticky notes. There's sticky notes everywhere coming out of my Bible because I just write on the sticky note the thing that on that page, a problem it could help me with. So like I have so many sticky notes that say anxiety. And then I'll just turn to that sticky note if I'm feeling super anxious. And that's the verse that I'll read over and over. Oh, that's great. No, that's great advice. And I've seen people do like the art through the Bible and color and do the journals. And I had a journaling Bible that I'd go through and kind of write notes. And I'm actually going to give it to my daughter one day of writing future notes to her as I'm reading it and trying to go through. And is if you're a parent, that'd be a great Christmas gift. Is Do you have like a specific journal Bible that has the blanks in it? Like mine would have a side that you could go and write notes. Yes, mine. I'm My goal is to fill up my entire Bible and then I hope to get a new one and just continually filling them up and then pass them along to anyone who like needs them. Yeah. Even if it's just a friend, someone who needs that encouragement. That's my goal. That's awesome. Very cool. All right. Did you think of some parenting advice or something your parents have said? Well, so me and my dad are like really close and we talk a lot to each other <laughs> and I don't remember specific things. Sure. So I really don't know any specific pieces of advice he's given me but all right let's go this way then because as a parent I think a lot of time parent of teenagers they feel like maybe they don't know how to connect or what they do so what is something that your dad does that make y'all so close well we have we're like so much alike we have like the same sense of humor which makes it easy to get along and stuff and we watch movies together like a lot we watch like TV shows and stuff, and that just really helps because then we can like laugh about a joke in it or something. But um, also, you're talking about Bible journaling. Bible journaling stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> a different perspective. This is why y'all are a good pair. Y'all are a good contrast. Because I feel like I have to do it a specific way, like a certain way, and do everything correctly. And then if I mess it up, just one the thing pressure. up, it just ruins everything. Sure. So what is something, uh, do you experience anxiety? Do you go through and not, not as much? necessarily, but I feel like if I do, I'll just like sit down and read a book that I really liked or yeah. something. Oh yeah. What's a book you like? What's one you've been reading recently? Well, um, I don't like to read. Okay. <laughs> but if it, like, if it, if I have to do it, then I will. But my dad is making me read books for homeschooling. I read um, A Christmas Carol. Nice. I just finished one called Night about the Holocaust. Yeah. And then I'm starting one called, like, Little Women or something. Oh, yeah. They just made a movie about it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> the book's very famous. So that was a good. Awesome. All right. So speaking of, we're getting into Christmas. It's the holiday season. Mm-hmm. What is a Christmas tradition y'all have with your family? This is something we've been asking every guest when they come on. And most of the time, they're adults. We actually, the one before you guys was a 65-year-old, and she was reflecting back on her childhood. But you guys in it now. What is something that y'all look forward to or do together as a family at Christmas time? Well, always on Christmas Eve, we go to our great uncle and aunt's house because there's like a huge house on the Red River. And, you know, we all go out there and we do like white elephant and stuff. Fun. But they canceled that this year because of everything that's going on. But Christmas Day, we always have like lunch together and stuff. That's when we give each other presents and stuff at um, our grandparents' house. Very nice. How about you? Basically the same thing because we're 
cousins, but there's some overlap there. <laughs> there is some, but on my on my dad's side of the family, because she's on my mom's side, we always the Friday after Christmas get together because they live in Texas, so we drive over there and we get together. We unwrap presents, we do a white elephant, and we stay together. We go to church together, and then we leave. Awesome. But this year that was canceled also mm, because of COVID year, yep. because that side of the family has like 40 or 50 people in it because wow. I've got about 30 first cousins on oh that side. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> that's, a big that's, that's the reason it was canceled because there's so many people and they live all across the country. Right. I have two first cousins. I have one on this side and it's her. There you <laughs> go. That's so crazy. Y'all are good contrast. You're opposites. There you go. So is there anything that you do around Christmas time or anything y'all have been reading? Uh, like we're reading a book right now, that kind of an Advent devotional. Is there anything that you guys have been going through or doing for Christmas that has helped you right now, especially in a difficult year? Or maybe or what are you reading in general? Well, the main book is just the Bible, really, yeah. because I have theology class every other day at my school, and we just kind of go through random chapters or random books of the Bible, and my Bible teacher has laid out a plan for us. I think we're going through Matthew right now, so things relating to Christ's birth and yeah. Christ's life, so that's really what I've been reading right now. That's awesome. And then you just mentioned your books you're reading. There you go. Yeah. Holocaust book at Christmas is tough. <laughs> not exactly some light reading. Mm -hmm. It was like a small book, but I could not get through it. I don't know why. I just wasn't engaging in it. Sure. So I had to no, listen to tough. an audio book for like the last four chapters. I love I audiobooks. Get I it. get it. You can be doing other stuff, multitask. Yeah. Audible, and I love it. I, I would it. play a game and then listen to it, and I hey. still comprehended what it was saying to me. That's right. Multitasking. I like that. That's good. All right, so let's talk about y'all's podcast, God's Girls. So mm -hmm. you've done about 30-ish episodes. Are you done for the year? Do you have another episode coming up? Well, we were going to use this one, but... Well, we do have another episode coming out. Okay. We just are not... A f what? Sorry, no, I was just thinking. We don't have <laughs> an exact plan for this episode, though. We're trying to lay out our guests for the next few weeks. Yeah. But that's a really hard job also because <laughs> finding a person understand. and then also they cancel a lot sometimes at the last second right. because of the holiday season. And that's happened to us the last few episodes, but then we had to find new people. And that's why we aren't exactly sure, but we're planning on having a new episode. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And then you guys had to have guests that are coming up next year you kind of have in mind that you want to interview and yeah. talk about. Yeah. So looking back on your episodes you've done already, what's one episode, I don't want to say favorite because that might hurt people's feelings, but what's one yeah. conversation you had that stand out or one of your favorite things that you ended up talking about on y'all's show? Miss Casey's episode. Tell us about it. Um, She talked about like her grandmother. That's right, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She talked about her grandmother and how like she led her into a Christian life, even though her parents really didn't. And I don't know. It just kind of like stuck with me. Yeah. No, that's know. great. I just like that. Do you one. remember what episode that was? What number of people want to go look it up and listen by chance? She's going to look it up. She's yeah, on she it. Can. There we go. <laughs> no, that's good. And so, Miss Casey, is that somebody you all knew? How um, are you finding your guests? Is she, it? Okay. For the first season, we like only people that went to church with us. Like yeah. Tori was on it and she went to church with us and Hannah Grace, her best friend and yeah. Ella was her, another of her friends. And we really had a hard time finding people cause we were just getting started and stuff, but I don't know. But she was the, the children's minister at our church. Oh, cool. And yeah, I really like her. <laughs> oh, that's great. 
Absolutely. So uh, she's looking up the list right now. I'm going to see if she can find it, and we'll put a link to it, too, so people can go back. And I don't know if y'all do that or not, but I love it. As somebody that listens to podcasts, I'll go back and try to find what they're talking about <laughs> and be able to click on it and find the book or the thing they mention. Yeah, it's season one, episode seven, called God Works Through the People in Our Lives. There we go. Is You're- it weird that I was exactly thinking seven? Nope. That's, <laughs> that's good. Not weird. You're a good podcaster. <laughs> All right, Alexa, how about you? What is one episode or conversation that stands out? I think the last episode we did with Kathleen Dollar, she is our youth minister's wife. And our conversation, this was our longest episode we've ever done. It's 46 minutes long. Wow, that is long. And for us, we usually do about 20 minutes, 25 at the most. And so when I posted this, I was editing it, and I was just like, I don't want to cut anything out. This conversation has us... This conversation has had so much good wisdom in the entire episode. There was nothing for me to cut out. So basically the entire raw conversation is in this episode. And I don't know, we talked a lot about relationships and how there's a lot of force and pressure on girls, especially our ages, that to like get a boyfriend or date someone at this age. Yeah. And I was talking about how my plan is to wait until I'm much older, until I'm more spiritually mature until I'm more mentally mature and how we don't feel we don't need to feel the pressure our worth is found in Jesus and it's not found in um, a significant other or we shouldn't feel worthless just because we don't have a boyfriend and our best friend does and that was a really great conversation oh yeah and as a dad that's what I want my daughter to say one day I think that's great I didn't go on a real date a solo date till I was a senior so I can totally understand relate to that. That's awesome. And I saw you shaking your head about boyfriends. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know so many people in sixth grade who think it's necessary to have a boyfriend. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going on a date. I'm like, what, to the cafeteria? (laughs) (laughs) Ride bikes together after school? You can't drive. You can't. You don't have a job. Like, what do you think dating is? Because it's not what you're doing. Absolutely. Your mom take you somewhere, (laughs) drop you off. No, that's good. And again, as parents listening, you can play that clip now for your teenage kids and know that if you're like, everybody's dating, you guys aren't. You guys, I think, are wise beyond your years. That is great. So those are two good recommendations. I think I would say Hannah Grace Birch's most recent episode. So she's been on twice? Mm -hmm. Okay, awesome. I didn't listen to the first one. I need to go back and listen to that. But we're a big fan of the Birches, and her parents have been small group leaders for us in our church, and we really like Hannah Grace, and I thought she did a great job on there too. So I'd recommend the one with Hannah Grace, which was probably two episodes ago now. She's our first guest to have on twice because her first episode was our most listened to episode. No, Ella. We had her on the first season and then the second season. Oh. Okay. Fact well, check. <laughs> fact check. My bad. Okay. Actually, second There we guess, go. So but, second time. Okay. But But yeah, she's in hers, rare company still. Yes. Hers has almost 200 listens. Wow. Like 200 individual people have listened to it. That's awesome. And that's the most listens we've gotten on one individual episode. Shout out to Hannah Grace. That's why she keeps <laughs> coming back for more. She gets the results. Oh, that's awesome. So those are good recommendation episodes. So if you guys had a dream guest, like you just anybody that you could interview, who would you want to interview? Sadie Robertson. Sadie Robertson. <laughs> All right. I could, when you mentioned her earlier, that she yeah. is awesome. I know she does a lot of great stuff. And I just saw her on, I think it was an award show. I saw a video of her was dancing and being silly. But that is a great one. I know she does a lot of good stuff. And She has like an Instagram account with her best friend. And we always watch it. We're like, that's going to be us one that day. Is. We're going to be doing I'll say that I knew y'all day. win before you blew up. 
<laughs> but we've always loved Sadie Robertson and her books and her devotions she has online. And also she's a family friend on my dad's side. They're close to uh, Mr. Phil. Yeah. And then on my mom's side, uh, my our cousin, Big Grace, that's what we call her because... <laughs> is she like that nickname? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, my, my sister's name is Grace. Uh, and she's, Big Grace. And she's Grace. much older than her sister, and gotcha. so we just call her Big Grace. And so she works for the Robertsons down in West Monroe. Very and cool. We have quite a few connections with them. We've just never tried to reach out to any of them. Not yet. And I mean, yet. my mom is like cousins with one of them, but like they married into the family. Right. Yeah. So, so there's confusing. a chance. There's a chance. We'll see if we can get it to Sadie. We'll pass it up. That would be good. I think that'd be awesome. Very cool. Well, we were going to wrap up. It'll be kind of it. Time's already flown by. Y'all have been great. I hope people go check out the God's Girl podcast. But the last thing just to think about. So again, it's, it's parents listening. If What's one thing that you would tell a parent that maybe their teenage kids wouldn't say? Can you think of one thing that you want a parent to know or one thing that you maybe have told your parents that most of your friends don't say? Is there anything that's something that, like, maybe secretly, Dad, I like him when we watch silly, stupid movies together. Or would you ask me to read a devotion together because I probably would do it? Is there anything like that that you can think of that maybe it's sometimes hard for parents to have this conversation with teenagers? Try to find a bond with your kid. Yeah. Like, that's how me and my dad connect. My, me and my mom found a show. Like, I love watching TV, and so when they just, we would just find something that we love, we just watch it together, and then we can connect through that and stuff. No, that's great advice. I love that. And as somebody that loves TV, I hope my kids watch TV me like that one day. I would love that. I think pray with them, mm. because it's one thing to ask how you're doing, but then to also follow up and actually show that you care by praying for them, even if it's by yourself or praying with them, because I get on FaceTimes with a lot of different people. And at the end, they will ask me what they want me to pray for, for like, or that made no sense, but they'll ask what I need them to pray about for me hmm. over my life. Yeah. And that's been inspiring to me because then it makes me think, well, I need to start doing this for other people. And so that has influenced my life just huge because now I start to ask people that. And it's interesting to actually hear what they say when you don't just ask, how are you doing? And then it's the classic answer, good. Fine. Everyone, yeah. a- everyone says good. But if you say, how can I pray for you this month? How can I pray for you this week? I've started asking people that, and it's interesting to hear the difference between the answers of how are you doing today and how can I pray for you today? And then praying with them at the end of that conversation or parents praying with their children at the end of that conversation I've always loved praying with people, and that's the advice that I would give parents. I think that is very rare, and again, says a lot about you. I think that's huge. So it's going practical. When do your parents ask you to pray? Like, what time of day? How do y'all do that? What does that look like at your house? Well, sometimes we'll just pray, like, at the end of a conversation. If I'm going through something hard, then uh, my dad will lead us in prayer. Or we always pray before meals. We pray every morning since I don't even know when we started this. It's been a long time. Every single morning before school, we'll circle up in the laundry room before we walk out and we'll pray over the day. And my parents will pray because I had finals this week. They'll pray specifically over finals. They'll yeah. pray over their days. Everyone's days in our family. We'll go through all our family members and then we'll leave. We have to carve out time for that every morning. But it's life-giving because you feel the joy and you feel the peace of the Lord come upon you when you're praying. And every day after before finals this week, it has been uplifting to hear all of those prayers and hear my parents pray over me every day. Wow, that's awesome. 
That's very cool. And what does it look like at your house when y'all pray together? Mm, okay. Well, we're mostly loner prayers. I got you. We pray by ourselves, <clears throat> like, most of the time. We, but the only time we pray together is when we're eating meals together. Sure. And when I was in preschool, we learned this little song. <laughs> you got to sing it now. It's two songs that we mashed together as one, <laughs> and we sped up. It's such... It's I'm ready. A really good song. You ready? Okay. You go. You she's do learned it. it. She, no, you're doing it with no, me. No, I'm not. Uh, you, you know it, so you're doing it. If I'm doing it, you're doing it. Three, two, one. Got our father. Got our father once again. Once again. Once we thank you. Once we thank you. Amen. Amen. The Lord is good to me, and so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need. The sun, the rain, and the apple seed. The Lord is good to me. Amen. Amen. Boom. There you go. But whenever we say Appleseed, my dad always fits in all four of our names in there. But he doesn't say he doesn't say his own name. So I'll always say his name instead of my name. That's funny. I love that kind of stuff. That's really cool. That is good. And so I think to encourage parents out there that for me, I've started praying with Nora, my five year old. We would pray at night before, but now we do it in the morning on the way to school. And so I will either walk her or drop her off at school and find that time. And I just love that you now as an older person that you can look back on see that all that time has meant something and let's be honest most people don't want to wake up earlier <laughs> we're already stressed a lot of people are just like i don't even have time to barely get there to school on time without praying how am i going to do that i don't want to wake up earlier but it's so cool to hear that what that means to you and then you guys as a family praying over dinner there's actually been a ton of research that going and eating meals together is so good and healthy for families and people's development. And it's really, really important to take some time to sit down at a table together, to turn off devices and to be able to have that connection time and pray. So those are really cool examples. Thank you guys for sharing. And thanks for being here. Mm -hmm. I hope everybody goes and subscribes to the God's Girls podcast. I would love for you guys to go blow them up and check it out. And if you have teenagers, you have daughters or kids that you normally listen to this Parent Stuff podcast, encourage them to go listen and go check it out and be there with you guys. And then is there a way that can reach you guys on social media instagram facebook on instagram you can find us at god's girls podcast you can also email us at god's girls dot podcast we're on the bible app at god's girls um is there anything else oh we're on youtube now you can watch some of our episodes like in person we'll record with people um what we only have one on there is yeah, this one so being recorded far. for youtube uh yes awesome it there is. you go Hey guys, <laughs> um, but you can find that at God's Girls Podcast also. And we have a blog. We do have a blog. That just nice. came out. Oh, I forgot to post one on Wednesday, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna write up like let's a whole bunch. Just have a planning meeting right now on yeah. this podcast. Let's let's just do it. <laughs> I think we've already started. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, the blog. We just started the blog and the YouTube channel in the past two weeks because we wanted to expand the way people can view our podcast. That's I impressive. mean, not everyone's interested in podcasts. Sure. Me. <laughs> Give them options. That's right. Absolutely. It's challenging me. Maybe I should try to get with you guys and figure out how to do this better. But I am so thankful. Thank you guys for being here. And thank you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Oh, I would just like to mention. Yes. We are at 1.9 thousand listens. And we're almost to 2,000. 2,000 listens. Let's get them there. Everybody go subscribe. We've listen. Been, we've been on 1.9 for like a few days now. So we should hit 2,000 re really soon. Go back and download the old episodes. Get them up there. That's right. We'll help you guys put it over the edge. I can guarantee that. We're going to do it. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. Thank, Thank you. you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with the God's Girls. Go subscribe and listen to their podcast. It is in the show notes. Let's get them over 2,000 listens. And I am just, again, so impressed and thankful that they're willing to come on and that what they are doing to try to talk to other teenagers that are going through things that 
in a 2020 world with the pandemic and unprecedented, all this other stuff going on, that they do love Jesus. They are caring and wanting to help other people, other teenagers just like them, to get advice, to know what to do. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. And it's scary to put yourself out there to talk on a public platform where people can listen and judge you. And I just cannot thank them enough for coming on and hope all of our Parent Stuff listeners will go and subscribe, will go listen and encourage. If you have kids that were interested in other podcasts or YouTube videos like this, I think it'd be great to go support them. So check it all out in the show notes, God's Girls Podcast, Instagram, YouTube. They have a blog, the Bible app, all those great things. Thanks again to those two girls, Alexa and Evelyn, for being on. And I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. This is be our last episode. We'll take a couple weeks off for the Christmas break and come back in 2021 with some more guests and all kinds of good parent stuff. So thanks again for listening this year. Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you in 2021.